welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How are your hearts? Bad, presumably. And of course, how are your heads? Worse than mine? Doubt it. Cringe. Nevertheless, how's it going, guys? How are you? How are your weeks? I hope you're doing all right. I'm doing fine. Before I continue, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Please support me. Please keep me in lovely bras and boxer shorts. Please help me exist. That's all I'll say. I won't labor over it, but please consider subscribing. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. There's going to be a Squid Games episode coming out very soon. There's going to be lots of other false promises. Please continue to consider signing up. Nevertheless, how are you? It's been a lovely week, weather-wise, in Ireland. I hope it's been okay where you are. I've had actually a very productive morning, to be honest. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, one of those hashtag fresh Sundays, you know. I didn't do anything monumental, but I changed the bed sheets in my bedroom and I took all the water glasses down to the kitchen, which is actually quite significant. It's a complete illusion, though. You know, everything else in your life could be in disarray, but as long as you've cleaned your bedroom whilst listening to Desiree, it'll all be okay. No, it won't. Your problems will not go away. It's like whenever you were in school. I was I was such a prime suspect of this. I mean, I could have mentioned this before, but you ever get like... Okay, so cleaning your bed sheets as an adult and taking the water glasses out of your room is the adult equivalent of organising your locker and buying new stationery when you're in school. It gives you such a wonderful sense of starting over. This is a rebirth. This is a game changer. I am cleansed. The canvas is clear and I'm going to take the brushes of life and paint myself a brand new picture. You're not though, are you? You're very much not though. Every year in school, it would always be the insane. It would be the same. The intention was there for me to make a fresh start and be a good boy. But lo, I am not a good boy. I'm not very much of a bad boy either, more of just a sad boy, but no amount of stationery is going to result in my progress in school being anything other than stationery. Mark, you do realise having six different types of pens isn't going to change the fact that you failed past maths in the junior cert and punched a geography teacher in the throat. You're fooling yourself again. You are the architect of your own demise, and just like a magician cooking pasta, hey pesto, you've fallen for it. Just like a magician cooking pasta, hey pesto, do you get it? Hey pesto? It's horrendous. I actually thought of that joke about six months ago and I was thinking, when will I find a way of shoehorning it in? And I just did and it didn't work. It was awful. Forgive me. But every year it was the same. You'd come back from the summer, big swinging school bag on you. This year is going to be different. I'm a new person now. I'm practically a man. Just because you felt a couple of boobs in July and gone up a shoe size, it does not mean that you have the emotional or intellectual capacity to approach this whole education thing with the care and attention it deserves. A few loose summer titties and a family holiday in Spain aren't what makes you a man, Mark. You'd waste about... Like, surely I'm not the only one, by the way. It's all about the planning, the organisation. You'd waste about 78 pages in your homework journal designing a timetable with enough colour contrasts to make Wes Anderson shit himself. And you think, that's it. That'll sort everything out. Within five days, you're tearing out the same pages and chewing them like tobacco or Conor McGregor at a press conference until they resemble white spherical missiles to be spat, flicked or launched at the back of any nerd in sight. Poor guys coming home from school looking like city centre statues with the amount of white splatters all over their shoulders. So, you're telling me a seagull got into class again, William? Yes, mother. Now fetch me a yazoo and six bagel pipes, please. And step on it. Zoe 101 starts at four. Madness. 
Why do you think that this new stationery, this new bag is going to give you just, you're not a new person. You're not, a, on the last day of fifth year, they had to cancel the sports day because you called in a fucking anthrax scare. They literally had to close down the PE hall just so you could avoid doing the egg and spoon race. Do you honestly think one of those blue pens with a red and a blue and a black option of pen is going to rehabilitate your soul? No, there will always be a question mark over your past. Much like Instagram life coaches or people who like to work closely with pets. Can we talk about those perverts actually very briefly? You know the perverts that like mind people's dogs when they go on holidays? Don't get me wrong. I know that vet, mo- like most veterinary practices in any shape or form are a complete vocation, blah, 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 blah. And they deserve to be treated with respect, blah, blah, blah. But there is a difference between curing a cat of leukemia versus performing CPR on a perfectly healthy dog just for practice. Do you know what I mean? They're always weirdos. They're always like single people of a specific gender, which we won't mention, but like in their 40s. And like we had this one person we used to put like leave our dog with when we went on holidays. She'd always answer the door out of breath. Like every single time, a bit flustered. Do you know what I mean? Fixing her skirt. (laughs) Sort of like a 1990s mid-coital business executive answering the phone to his wife in a movie set in New York. Uh, Hiya, honey. Oh, oh, you know, just just paperwork. Uh, Sure, yeah, I should be home for dinner. Sounds great. Meatloaf, wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I hope I don't have to work late again. Yeah, yeah, you know, all the bot, yeah. And he winks at the secretary who is kneeling down in a position of prayer as she unbuckles his belt. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, back to school. I wonder in New Park, instead of Dairyly Lunchables, did they have Dairyly Edibles? So obviously I've reached a sort of mundane period in my life, which is actually happy. I'm welcoming the mundanity with wide open arms. I feel like lots of my peers are doing the same. You know, the ones that aren't sort of buying houses, getting married, they're doing stuff like me. They're trying to get their shit together. They're trying to become more level-headed, more stable, you know, or they're trying to become artists. Have you noticed that? I just really want to touch on this very, very briefly. I've noticed a lot of people now throughout lockdown are, are becoming artists which is great. Uh, very, very happy to, uh, you know, uh, see people getting into touching on their creative side. It's interesting though. I, I've, I haven't seen any artist yet who hasn't done an abstract sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? I'd love, I'd love to see one new artist come out who isn't just doing completely abstract work that effectively can't be criticized or judged. You know, nobody ever says, I've become an artist, by the way, uh, as of three weeks ago. And here are some really detailed, intricate sketches I've done of tangible things. You know, it's always just sort of spilled soup in acrylic paint. I call this the birth of a young swan. Do you? Yeah. You call this the birth of a young swan. This looks like something that the talking clay head on an art attack wouldn't get away with. It's complete and utter spoof. Nevertheless, that's not what we're here for today. Those boys will have their day in court also. As will I eventually. Oh God. Nevertheless, another element of my sort of period of uh, stability and calmness and tranquility and all the rest. I'm trying to quit up smoke. I'm quit up. Good stuff. I'm trying to give up smoking. Which is really, really hard. 
Like, and for me, the worst thing about quitting smoking is that I genuinely love it. I love smoking cigarettes. I adore it. The exquisite punch at the back of my throat first thing in the morning before the world wakes up is literally what I live for. Leaving the cinema, a taxi, a restaurant, the bathroom, my bed, my head. I love smoking. It's terrible. Every drag is better than the last and worse than the next. I fucking love smoking. It's terrible. I know. So I'm trying to give them up. And I'm, I've am i read the Alan Carr book. I actually am going to go to my GP. Can you get medication to get, give up cigarettes? Um, can you get medication in general? I don't know, but I'm going to try and give up smoking. And on this journey of trying to give up smoking, I went into a vape shop yesterday and I spoke to the, um, I suppose, dungeon pervert that worked there. We need to discuss vape shops. Uh, I'm sure lots of people have already. But I is there an argument to be said that Every guy that works in a vape shop now, like in a Darwinian sense, is just an evolution of guys who used to work in video shops in the late 90s. They're the exact same guy. You know, they take what they're doing incredibly seriously, but ultimately they are complete neckbeard, turkey-bodied perverts. Yeah, yeah, I, I work in film. Do you, yeah? I don't think the old chartbusters and cabin Teeley is exactly Sundance, you know. But keep dreaming. For every one Quentin Tarantino, there are twenty thousand Irish emos working in these places. Whose biggest claim to fame is getting a handshake from Rikishi at the RDS when WWF came there in nineteen ninety eight. There's something uniquely weird and um, demented and single about the guys that work in vape shops. And of course, I don't want to make generalizations about these guys, but there are so many similarities between the dudes who work in these vape shops now than used to work in the video shops. Do you remember renting videos? It was such an event, by the way, like on a Friday evening. I think I've probably touched on this slightly before, but those were the days when the, when the event of the week was to go down to a video shop on a Friday evening and rent a couple of movies. But you know, you'd have that guy there and he'd be, He'd be criticising the mother coming in with three kids because she's renting 101 Dalmatians and, I don't know, Flubber. Oh, I think you'll find Apocalypse Now has a lot more to offer. What do you have to offer? Other than wanking, what are you actually contributing to society? You complete pervert. You, you're just sitting there with your two-litre can of monster and the perpetually unwashed hoodie that is glued to your body. You know these guys, by the way. You see them in the vape stores. They're wearing... They're, imagine wearing an item of clothing that contains every... Like, traces of every form of fluid it's possible for your body to excrete. With these guys. It's hard to tell where the hoodie ends and the human begins. They're operating at like 87% hoodie. Why do these guys even drink that much energy drink in the first place? It's absolute madness. The scientists say that 87% of people who begin their morning routine with a litre can of monster energy drink don't do any exercise. And now, by the way, if Monster Energy Drink were to ever get in touch and wanted to sponsor the podcast or for me to do some paid work on Instagram, I'd redact all of this. It's the perfect drink to have as part of a balanced, healthy and mental diet. But you know what I mean? Where are you exerting all that energy, bro? In the video shop that you need these energy drinks. The most amount of energy that you're exerting each week is whenever you fucking call a family to tell them that they haven't returned homeward bound too. Do you know what I mean? And you try, you try and quietly sound threatening even though they don't give a damn. Do you remember that? Nothing quite described the anger you'd feel back in the late 90s. You'd feel for the person when you rented a movie and the person before you didn't rewind it back. 
Oh, what an absolute dirtbag. Oh, what a dirtbag, wastebag, beanbag. How could anybody possibly be so inconsiderate as to do that? Meanwhile, three weeks later, you'd be getting a call from a nervous teenager down in Extravision pleading with you to return your copy of The Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah, bro, no worries. Acting as if you hadn't already recorded at least two christenings and your sister's holy communion over it already. And possibly a porno, but no correlation between the aforementioned stuff. Do you know what I mean? Jesus. These guys just take their jobs so seriously. Yeah, well, you know, over here you've got the OXO 350. This would be, quite simply, the Rolls Royce of vapes. Oh, my good God. You know the way these guys talk? They're sort of, not to make any generalizations out, but they're the sort of guys that take pride in telling you how long their phone battery lasts. Because they bought it off an obscure... Japanese websites. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, like his nana died, and he inherited six, seven grand, and he spent six of that on a samurai sword, just in case Castle Knock ever comes under attack from Shaolin ninjas. Do you know what I mean? The only person in the history of humankind to finish one of those supersized chupa chup lollies that you get in duty free. Do you know what I mean? And he keeps updating his friends in the WhatsApp group. He, he like he allows himself a lick before bed each night. Because he keeps it hidden. It's like, bro, people have moved on with their lives. We've got kids, we've got wives. You're going to get diabetes, bro. By the way, like, I hope it's clear, I am very much of this exact same subset of society. So, I mean, I'm sort of slagging myself. Like, I am a high-fidelity by Nick Hornby reading loser as well. So, I am the exact same. But, you know, there is something with these guys. They sort of seem to focus on the unnecessary elements of life. Like, these guys, they're the type of person to always have, like, a bottle opener on each set of keys that they own. And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. You've, yeah, you've got a bottle opener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't know why more people don't do it. Well, like, you could, we could do it. But why would anybody want to? There's lots of things we could do, but ultimately nobody does because there's just no real purpose. Like, it's like booking a hot air balloon tour of Cherrywood beside Lachlan saying, of course you could do it, but why would you fucking bother? Or like living in Westmeath. You know, these things could happen, but we don't choose to do them because there's no real point. He's the type of guy who knows, like, his mum's direct debit pass or uh, pin code. Do you know what I mean? He's one of these guys, he, he thinks anybody in the world who watches sport is a complete and utter loser. Yes, he knows the BMI of every single person that played bass guitar for Pink Floyd in the late 70s. Do you know what I mean? He's one of those guys who quietly thinks he'd stand a good chance of pulling an incredibly beautiful and mainstream pop star like Ariana Grande should she ever experience car trouble in Dullary in the middle of a thunderstorm and inexplicably come in looking for an emergency vape. I can just imagine it now, you know. A hurricane hits the streets of Dullary. Thunder and lightning. Rain everywhere. It feels like the world is about to collapse. The streets are empty. It's desolate. And all of a sudden, he hears a knock at the door. It's way after nightfall. Linger by the cranberry starts to play. He looks through a gap 
in the boarded up window. Ariana? It couldn't be. He manages to break down the boarded off door and all of a sudden she kicks the door open. Starts walking towards him in a cloud of watermelon vape. She takes him by the hand, wipes the sweat off his top lip and eyebrows. Kisses him gently on the forehead, in between the matted down fallout boy hair. Takes a tissue, wipes the orange monster stains from the sides of his lips. Let's just spend the night together, me and you. Until this storm dies, I'm all yours. You can have whatever you want. They sit down. They build a fort using his hoodie as a tent. They suck suck in the sweat patches under each arm for hydration when they get thirsty. Two little romantic rodents in heat. He uses the torch on his phone to light up the place in surgical fluorescence. He then explains to her for a little over a half hour as to why the Samsung GX10 is the best phone ever built. And if you buy any Apple products, you are such a fool. They embrace. He whispers softly to her about the history of the World Wrestling Foundation and that The Undertaker was undeniably the greatest winner of Royal Rumble, even when The Rock was at its peak. She looks him in his eyes. Her hand moves down his groin. She says, I never knew a man of your age could know so much about wrestling. He begins to stiffen in her hands. She says, I know. I mean, to be honest, I always thought it was fake. What? Well, yeah, like I thought wrestling was uh, was fake, isn't it? Get the fuck out. What? He tears down the force. Mom! Mom! Starts flicking the lights on and off, on and off like an epileptic at a silent disco. He throws her out onto the desolate streets of Deliri in the middle of a hurricane. She has to stumble her way off to Hollywood. And forevermore, <laughs> she's going to be known as a victim of vape. so much for listening to the Sunday Roast thank you guys I've actually got nothing really to say everything's good having a good weekend doing good feeling myself again which is good long may it last let's hope in six weeks time we're still let's hope you're feeling good do you ever get when you're feeling good you start to feel paranoid about when you're going to start to feel bad again that's a shit element of anxiety nevertheless today's good um, I hope you're all doing well I should stop saying good and well and doing because I've said that about 19 times the last two sentences I've had four cups of coffee so I'm beginning to lose my mind please subscribe to the Patreon if you haven't patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan please follow me on Instagram at Megan Mark and above all else thank you so much just for listening to the show and enjoying it I hope you I hope you enjoy I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I did making it uh, no Mark this is an appallingly bad scrapbook you're in first class your mum has just given you a hug because it's shite she's going to give you a pound that would be used as your pocket money anyway she's just saying it now because it's for the good project that you've done in the scrapbook 
Anyway, have a good week, guys. Mind yourselves, take care, and thank you again for all the support. It means the world to me. Cheers. 